Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's uh, part two of the Ripley's 2023 Odyssey. It's not 2023, Andy, you say? Well, we're looking at the book, Ripley's, believe it or not, 2023. So there you go, deal with it. Um, we were on the brink of uh, looking at a small section last time, which was entitled Heroic Rat. <laughs> so I think it's fair to just carry on from there, really. I don't know what it is. I haven't read it yet. I just like the, like the title. Uh, uh, Magawa, an African giant pouched rat. I'm already dismayed that we don't have a picture of this rat. Yeah. Uh it was trained to sniff out landmines in Cambodia and over a five-year period, the rat identified more than 100 mines and other explosives, thus saving countless human lives. Magawa was awarded a PDSA gold medal. Now, the PDSA, as far as I'm aware, is the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals, isn't it? That's where they have, they have charity shops. Yeah. And they, they look after... Uh, yeah, but we've also got an awards strays. thing going on, which we've is an, an, an incredible well. money Global. spinner. What we did was we set up an awards, and we do it in Grosvenor House, and uh, it pays for itself, to be honest. Tickets, to get a table, it's either... Now, what is it now? It's a grand a head, or you can get a table for eight, <laughs> yeah, for nine grand, yeah? I know, it don't work out, does it? But for that, the table is full of non-stop booze, and... Yeah, I mean, it's mainly animals. They sometimes have human handlers with them. And we pack the place out every year. Plus, we stream it. And you also pay £4 just to watch it on the stream. <laughs> We've got a Patreon as well. Uh, that's eight quid a month. And the Patreons, they get the stream for free. Because that's yeah, only Plus, fair. they get early bird but, uh, tickets at a very small discount to come to the live event, should they wish to. The PDSC has got... An, uh, yeah, we've uh, we've been talking with Seth Blatter for a few years uh-huh. about putting this all together. He's given us a few tips. Uh, on how to milk an organisation like this. For, no, mo- oh, no, what's the word he uses? Monetise. Monetise an organisation to its full capacity. I have found the PDSA Commendation Roll of Honour webpage. Mm. Uh, would you like to hear the 2022 dogs that have yeah. been given an award? Billy, for loyalty and devotion to his owner. 
That's all it says. Chippy for enriching the lives of his owners by providing comfort and support. Midget <laughs> for loyalty and devotion to his owner. Winston for providing support, loyalty and devotion. Uh, Mac for su- providing loyalty, support and devotion. Peggy for showing loyalty and devotion. Rambo and Honey for their remarkable actions in alerting their owner to a lady who had fallen down a steep bank and into a river. <laughs> and there's a few others, but they're all the same. What do you think the cats would be getting a roll of honour for? Because there's a list of cats as well. Playfulness. Uh, well, there see. should also be um, an award for the best nap- cat napping of the year because as i said on the previous episode of ripley's there's nothing quite like your cat having a nice kip on your lap and yeah. sometimes stretching out for a tickle on the tummy or a, yeah. a, or a stroke of the windpipe etc all the things they like um and you know some cats do it better than others and i would it, like to see those those cats honored <laughs> seems as though there's not as much scope for honoring cats as there is with dogs 14 dogs have been awarded this year alone one two three four five uh, you know what i'm thinking six. maybe we should l- launch the uk's premier cat awards ceremony they're doing it properly well it's it's tricky well, i think there's money to be made from that cats generally just do what the fuck they want they yeah. say 14 dogs have got awards this year alone seven dogs sorry seven cats have had awards in the last seven years so the latest one is Poots, 16th August 2022, awarded for raising the alarm to a fire. Mm. I wouldn't have thought a cat would have done that or been capable of doing that. Um, <coughs> Everyone get out! <laughs> oh my God! It's spreading fast! I'm going to die! <laughs> You know what? Uh, a cat. I never. You'd never expect a cat to raise the alarm, would you? A cat would just be like, no. "Fire!" Right, that's me. Off. Right, I, see I've you later, cunts. I'm at the cat flop. I'll go and live somewhere else. Oh, this place is fucked. Oh, this house is going to be burnt down soon. So, uh, <laughs> suppose that puts the kibosh on the eating situation I've got going on it. After go and put some feelers out in the locality. See if I can find somewhere <laughs> alternative accommodation. See you, cunts. I might take one of my toys with me. Yeah. Uh, Quickly sandwich me fluffy ball before that fucking burns. <laughs> Yang got an award for supporting the community. I don't know what that means. I'm a community support cat, aren't I? <laughs> I'll go out and visit old people. I uh I help out at the food bank and uh <laughs> also once a week I go in and teach the little kiddies at the school hockey. But not oh, like proper hockey, the the unihock with the plastic bats you know <laughs> i work in the back room at cancer research sorting out the donations yeah i'm not front of house no uh, because pe- too much attention it's a strange thing yeah people are, it, it cause it can cause havoc when people see a cat oh, working in a, a shop yeah yeah it can cause havoc so i go out the bat and i separate out half the crap people give us is totally useless and it ends up in landfill anyway it's a fucking and ha- piss take how many times do we have to tell Joe Public, we cannot accept electricals. Or underpants. <laughs> Fuck me. They just use us as a rubbish dump, which is very unfair, because we're trying to do good here. We're trying to, we're trying to cure cancer. 
fuck's sake. <laughs> I do not need your pants or your old fucking radio clock alarm from the 80s. It doesn't even work, and it's a tremendous fire hazard. Uh, mm, Smarty. 2015 for raising the alarm when her owner required medical assistance. Again, mm. very surprising. Yeah, very right. Oh, fucking hell. She's had one of her turns. He's <laughs> fell oh, on the chair again. Fucking hell. Too I much better, to drink. I better go next door and raise the alarm. <laughs> wow! <laughs> next door! She <laughs> fell out of the chair! Making <laughs> <laughs> the drinky, drinky, no. Read yeah. the drinky, drinky motion with a paw. Glug, glug! Yet again! Also, June 2015, Kenny. Great name for a cat. For being quick to raise the alarm when a plastic tray caught fire and thus preventing a serious incident. Mm. What? Very specific. That can't be a category that they do every year. And the award for knocking over a plastic chair to avoid a potentially dangerous incident goes to Tiddles the Cat. <laughs> Kenny. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> There's a rabbit section. There's only ever been one award given to a rabbit. Uh, Rory, 2016, for being a constant companion and enriching the life of his owner. Again, hamsters, same category. Spud, 2021. And also Bongo the Ferret in 2022. So, but you can go on there. You can nominate an animal for a PDSA commendation. Uh, I don't know where uh, Magawa the rat got theirs. Uh, gold medal, animal bravery, an honour previously reserved for dogs. Mm. So that's the heroic rat. Um, there's a good picture on this page as well, which is page 14 or no, 50. Um, and it's a man who has got a burning log Um on like um, what would you a metal implement it says that's held in his mouth and it's a 45 kilogram flaming twirling log which he does in front of audiences and he's quite um, elaborately dressed as well like a bit like a wrestler so that's good he's been all over the world with it Australia, France, Germany, Italy and Russia and he also does feats of strength so there we go um, anything else on that page you want to look at? No. There's um, there's this thing on page, uh, let's see now, 68, called okay. Poking Around. And all I can see, it caught my eye when I was having a flick through, because all I saw was a interesting animal, I don't know which animal it is yet, and a zoom-in shot of its really weird hand. And in mm. case you can't just establish from looking at it that it's really weird, they've helpfully written creepy finger with a massive arrow pointing towards its Point massive to elongated finger, finger with a yeah. long, sharp talon on it. So let's find out more because this is um, quite captivating. Poking around, it says, I Ayers of Madagascar. Oh, that's what the animal's called, I Ayers. So I that's A-Y-E dash hyphen A-Y-E-S. Ayayes of Madagascar are about two feet long, including their tails, and have developed an incredible adaptation known as percussive foraging, using their skeletal middle fingers. These fingers have an astonishing range of motion due to their ball and socket joints. Ayayes use them to search for wood-boring grubs by tapping on branches and then pulling the grubs out. Sadly, 
Perhaps because of their eerie appearance and nocturnal nature, some people consider I.I.'s bad luck and kill them on sight. What? <laughs> oh, took a turn. Okay, now. I.I., <laughs> ah, kill it uh, on sight. Bang. <laughs> Fuck. Voodoo. That, they Shoot say it. some people. That seems to suggest that it's the Madagascan locals are, mm. you know, unkind people. I mean, you know, an I.I., which is brilliantly... This is what this book's all about. Oh, I don't know about you. I've never heard of this animal before, much less seen one. Oh, you've heard of it, have you? I think I've seen one in a zoo before. An eye eye. I feel it, as though I have. It yeah. looks like a cross between, I would say, a sloth and a bat. Mm. Doesn't it? I'm looking to see if there's any eye eye UK zoo. Did you know about its finger? Chester Zoo, that's where I've seen it. Right. Yeah. Did you know about? I, did, I wasn't really aware of the finger. It was well, probably like, like right up in a tree, that, and you can see half point of it. They, they should have had a thing up saying, yeah. "Hey, this is an eye eye. Keep a lookout for its big middle What's finger." It? Yeah, and then put creepy finger on the sign. They should. They should and, say um, that. You know, when you go to a, a museum or anything, but a zoo is probably the best example. They have the things that have words about it. So you go up. Yeah. There's a plaque Info sign. Yeah. Right. And I think that they should liven them up a bit because, you know, you go to the zoo and let's be honest, reading the sign is a bit like boring. It's like what the teacher does. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, let's read some stuff. What I'm I'm more about, let's have a look at this. Look, 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 mm. tiger. Look, I've seen it. Let's go. Right. Tick it off. Yeah. You tick it off. You want to see it. I don't want to read shit. But if the, if it, if it, if it, you know, it'll be all like, oh, its Latin name is this, that, and the other, and mm. this is what it feeds on. Just give me the best bits about this animal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is an eye-eye. Look out for its fucking massive middle finger Creepy when it finger. comes out, right? I'm like, yeah. great. Really simple. Maybe there's one for people, like for thick people, like me, mm. and then there's a longer one for, like, my wife who wants to know more detail. More the information. Right. We should have the a believe it or not bit at the top. Yeah. And it, it's the same with all of it. It's like, this lion will come out in a minute. When it does, keep an eye out for its big cock. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's got yeah. a particularly large cock, even by lion standards. You will find it funny. It's yeah. funny. So keep an eye out. Tell me what the best bit to observe. Or like you go, this gorilla will be particularly funny if it fucking sneezes. You should see it sneeze. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It might not sneeze, but if it does, you're going to have the time of your life watching it, it. It might pick up its shit and throw it at another gorilla. Yeah. Watch Here are some chimps. That. One of them, the smallest one, is very likely mm. to have a wank at some point. Stick mm. around. If you're prepared to stick around about half an hour, it's high chance you're going to see the little one wank. Yeah. Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. I mean, there was an incident at Edinburgh Zoo uh, when my daughter was about two and she was still in the buggy. Yeah. And we were going around looking at all the animals and that. And she decided to to read one of the signs. Yeah. She couldn't read. She was two. Yeah. So she just pointed at the sign and said what she thought it, it said. Blah, 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 and blah. It, well, no, she, she just went, this is not a fucking pig. <laughs> did she really say that? She did. Oh, and my we're like, God. Hang on a minute. What? How, how Where has did she this learned? come from? How has she picked up these words that a two-year-old shouldn't be saying? Yeah. And to this day, I still don't know because it clearly it wasn't from me or anything. This is not a fucking pig. So, uh, yeah. That's bad. There's a, my mate's um, daughter, about similar age at the time, they'd gone away to the seaside for a day and they were going back on the train late and she was very tired and grumpy and she got the ump. Yeah, and she's about like two, three or whatever. And they were trying to cheer up the journey home because they didn't want her sort of moaning or crying on the train home. So they said, oh, you know, are you hungry? Maybe you want... And you go, oh, well, we've got some peanuts. Do you want a peanut? And she was just like, no. Right. And they were like, do you want this? Do you want that? No. Do you want a story? No. So in the end, they thought, all right, just leave her. And she sat in her seat staring out the window with a right grump on like kids get when they're... And they were like, I'll just ignore her. She'll fall off to sleep in a minute. So they're talking amongst themselves... It's quite a sparsely populated train carriage. And after about 15 minutes of sulking, she has suddenly said, clear as a bell, fuck it, I'll have a peanut. (laughs) 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 He could not fucking believe, but it's low. I mean, that's how she must have got it from him. because That's how he speaks. But um, he didn't see it coming. And his wife was furious with him more than her. She was, he gets that. She gets that from you. Um, but obviously that that phrase became the stuff of legend and actually I don't see as much of him as I used to but I remember when Covid started like on the first day of lockdown whenever that you know two two and a half years ago everyone was sitting around feeling quite weird and I found myself texting people I hadn't spoken to for a while because it was just so weird you thought of everyone I've ever known is suddenly living under Mm. these conditions it's so weird so I hadn't spoken to him for a while and I just texted him just saying, fuck it, I'll have a peanut. Because it seemed to sum up the mood. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Very much laughs> On that so, first yeah. day of lockdown, it yeah. was a case of, fuck it, I'll have a yeah. peanut. <laughs> yeah. Potential T-shirt idea, mate. Yeah. Um, toddler swearing's always good good value. It is, yeah. I mean, there was another time she was she was out with her, with her cousin, still in the buggy, same age, and she went past this Frankie and Benny's in Sunderland, which used to have um, speakers outside. Yeah. Playing 
um, kind of uh, Rat Pack type music. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she was getting pushed along in the buggy and walked past the Frankie and Benny's and it's giving it the old the music and she just went, oh, that fucking music. <laughs> You've got to be careful, uh, haven't you? You've got to be careful. I mean, well, I, I won't so. go into details because, um, like, I, I promised I wouldn't, but I've told you this off air, but there was an incident involving one of my children, my mother-in-law, and an online game of Scrabble in which oh, yeah. a highly inappropriate word was used by yeah. the child. And uh, yeah. and my and my mother-in-law was... She was pretty cool about it, actually. I've got to say, mm. she's not the sort of mother-in-law who's like, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe it. She, she found it funny. But the mm. thing was, was that I felt bad because clearly the child in question had heard the use of this word... Mm. around the house and assumed it it can't be that bad because <laughs> if it was then why would people be saying it so frequently yeah and so yeah. they pulled it out as part of a scrabble game and I, it was obviously funny but i also felt really bad because you know my wife had to tell the child in question you know that word you just dropped in uh in scrabble <laughs> with <Yep>. grandma <laughs> it's like really bad <laughs> and they were like really <laughs> upset and ashamed don't be ashamed of the word. Just know that it's not going to, it's not, a, it, well, apart from anything else, it's not a legal play in Scrabble. So you're not, no. I don't think you're going to get points for it. I don't know. I mean, I remember once when I was a kid using the word prick mm. about someone because I'd heard it and it, it you, you just know, assume it, was it wasn't that bad. Well, I didn't know it was an insulting or rude word because the word prick wasn't a, it didn't say you use it you prick your finger or whatever so you know i was just i had a memorable one like that is that i said i remember vividly we were in a line inside the building that primary school my classroom was the old building there's always an old building and a new building isn't there right always is i was in the old building because that's where my fourth year classroom was and we were in a line and someone was dicking around behind me like pushing me then running back and the teacher was next to me and I turned round and I said to this kid, a really funny thing to say, I went, bugger off. <laughs> right. And I think, because obviously I knew fuck off and all the rest of it. Right. But I'd heard my dad, who is not, he's not someone who, he does swear, but he's not like, he's not as sweary as my mum. So mm-hmm. I thought that my dad was kind of, if I saw my dad at weekend, he was much more sort of well-spoken and less profane than mm. my mum. And I'd heard him say bugger off a few times. So I assumed that was like saying, um, oh, sugar, instead of oh, shit. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was one of those little fiddlesticks. I thought it was one of those. I didn't yeah. realise it meant buggery. I didn't yeah. realise it, it effectively meant go and go away and bum someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In the anus, which, you know, in a way, it's more graphic and insane than fuck off. Um, So I'd said bugger off. But do you know what I mean? Do you agree? Like, bugger off doesn't sound that bad. It sort of sounds kind of, there's something almost old fashioned about it. It's pixie ish. It does, yeah. So bugger off, will you? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So I thought it was like that. I went bugger off. This teacher, who was this particular teacher, she was nice, but she was very religious and old fashioned. And she was livid, mate. I got one of my worst oh. tellings off. 
at that school really? for shouting bugger off at someone. Yeah. She didn't tell me what it was, mind you. Took took me a couple more years to learn what bugger was. Mm. Or unless, I don't know, I probably went home to my mum and went, ah, you told me off and said bugger off. I didn't think that was swearing. And my mum would say, it does. It means, it means fucking up the arse. Penetrating the anus. <laughs> yeah. With a willy. Yeah. Unfortunately, son, you've made a, yeah, you've made a ricket there. And she's got you. She, she got you banged to rights there, son. No, I know, I know, I know what you mean. It don't sound bad, but you know, it is like really bad, especially what with her being it, a god bother. Yeah. It, it does sound pixieish, you're right, son. Yeah, but, but letter in the law, she's got you banged to rights. I can't. Got you I, on a technicality. I can't get you out of this. You're just gonna have to take your medicine and learn for next time. Yeah. <laughs> My mum said a funny thing yesterday that cracked me and my brother up because it, we just thought it sounded really old school. <laughs> she was she was talking about... There's a story about a geezer. Let me tell... Basically, she used the phrase, touch me up, right? Which we thought was such an old-fashioned term <laughs> to use. But she was ranting about a geezer who, when she was younger, like, I don't know, when she was in her 20s, no, in her 30s, a geezer came up to her and, you know, this is no laughing matter and I know shit like this happens all the time and is awful, but a geezer came up to her in the underground, like in a tunnel in London Underground Street. He just walked straight up to Boulder's Brass and touched her boob, right? Blimey. And my mum says that she went, ah, fuck off, you fucking boat. Like she went mad. And she says, I mean, this would have been the 70s, that no one, no passerby stopped or said anything, right? They mm. just all kind of walked off. And she was shouting blue murder at the geezer. And the geezer just calmly walked away. Like, he'd had yeah. his touch. Mm. And anyway, we remembered that story. Someone referenced it. And she went, that bastard, he touched me up. And for some reason, although the story is awful, we just thought the use of the phrase touched me up was, yeah, Yeah. something a bit 70s about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Different times. Mm. (laughs) Um, Which takes us back to the creepy finger of the AI, I guess. (laughs) Creepy finger, yeah, quite. In Madagascar, which is a beautiful place, I've been told. um, I've never been, but I've enjoyed all three of their films. Yeah, great films. Uh, in many ways, the, third, was a bit iffy. Yeah, the third one's probably the best when the, they're on a run from that one, demented yeah. French cop. Yeah, yeah um, really good. That's the one with uh, what's that song they sing in it? Something. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, the Afro song. Afro, circus, Afro circus, Afro circus, pocket up, pocket up, Afro circus. That's it. Yeah, I used to sing that to my kids all the time when they were little. It also contains the greatest line in any film. Yeah, which is where the penguins go. Oh, the lead penguin says, "Leopard seals, nature snakes." Yeah, it's a great bit. Nature snakes. Oh, it's a great bit. Never get enough of that. They're, they're, they're great films, but don't let them fool you because the reality of Madagascar is altogether less jovial. Uh, you see that in Madagascar, if confronted by one of these lovely little unique eye eyes, the mm-hmm. locals instinctively kill them, kill on, them sight, on sight, which is really unpleasant. Oh, I mean, I would look, you look at it and you look at its fucking mad staring eyes. 
and add that to the creepy finger, it's hardly surprising to be quite honest. I mean, they yeah, you would, you'd be deranged. scared. You'd be scared to see one of them. And if they're doing what's called percussive foraging, um, that sounds sexual as well, doesn't it? Yeah, they they use the weird fingers to search for wood boring oh, grubs by tapping on branches and then pulling the grubs out. How'd you get on with that last last night? Oh yeah, went quite well. Did you get your leg over? Well, not exactly, uh, but let's just say there was a lot of percussive foraging going on. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it at that. It it ties in wonderfully with, of course, our bring back fingering. Yeah, all uh, of this campaign. does. Yeah, yeah. We got an email recently from someone about that, and he'd been on the. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. He'd been on the the dating apps. There it is. Uh, there it is. We'll not give his name just in case he doesn't want to be identified. So I was browsing Tinder for the first time ever the other day, like mm. a nervous lover. Yeah. And came across a girl who had as the first line in her bio in all capital letters, "Bring back fingering." Wow. Maybe she's a listener to the pod. Well, this is it. He says, was this a lady cunter in the wild? Could Perhaps. be. Perhaps. Would, would make a conversation starter. Naturally, I swiped left. Swiping left's rejection, isn't it? He's gone the is wrong it? way. Is then. she mad? Yeah, he should have gone swipe right on that. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, no, I don't want to go near one of those girls who wants to bring back fingering. It's a red flag yeah. to me. I'm a, I'm, I might be a nervous lover. I'm also a romantic. Fucking <laughs> fuck off. So in in the right context, um, there's nothing more romantic than a finger. It's very, yeah, very romantic indeed. It is, yeah. Which is why we want to bring it back. Uh, seeing um, as you've just read an email, there is a really good one that I that I know this is Ripley's Believe It or Not, but let me just read it because I'll forget. I forgot on Monday's episode, okay. and I'll forget again on Friday. Hello, Sam and Andy. Ooh. I'm sending you. I tell you what, no, this is this. We'll leave. We'll leave for Friday. What's it about? And I'll put it on the list with hot water bottles. The name of the email is Prosthetic Bollock Embarrassment Bullshit. Okay. Because let's not just have the paying customers enjoy it. We'll put it on Friday's episode okay. for everyone. All right. And we'll leave it with the finger in. And as I say, we've come full circle with the eye and its creepy finger. And it's all tied up nicely in a lovely ribbon yeah. and bow. Finger uh, special back with more Ripley's next time. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,